Today is December 3rd, 2020. This is episode 98 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Okay, in this episode, I am going to be talking more about coronavirus vaccines. And specifically today, I'm going to be talking about the vaccine rollout worldwide that is now really ramping up and getting into full swing. Um, and when I say rollout, I mean specifically approval and beginning to roll out, not um, not necessarily the people are starting to get vaccines around the world. But um, as I'll get to, things are moving fast and furious. So we got news yesterday that the United Kingdom um, has approved the Pfizer vaccine, which is super exciting news. Um, we've been waiting on the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We in Canada have been waiting on Health Canada to make this call and approve the Pfizer vaccine. And I think part of what's been happening since, since many of these, I'm not sure actually what authorizations these fall under, but since many countries are using emergency authorizations or, you know, like extraneous public health measure, measure authorizations, they might be bypassing um, the typical longer safety approvals that happen. I, I, I think they might not be, but some of them might be. Um, but now that one major, you know, Western country has approved the Pfizer vaccine, I suspect, and I don't know for sure, but I suspect other countries will, will approve too, like falling in line with that, um, approval. I think probably nobody really wanted to go first and approve. Not that they, not that they absolutely wouldn't once they got, once they convinced themselves, but I think other countries will be a lot more likely to approve the Pfizer vaccine now that the UK has gone ahead and approved it. Um, yeah, that remain, remains to be seen whether this is actually the case, but we'll find out relatively soon. Um, both the US and Canada have both said that within the next one to two weeks, they'll, they're, the, they're going to be approving them anyways. Um, I don't really, I haven't really heard anything that would suggest that either country is not going to approve the vaccines. So um, yeah, it's really just a matter of going through the actual course of of validating all the data and, and anything else that they have to do to make sure that this again, I've heard some, some renewed stories lately that said that they were talking about how the vaccines are now becoming political too. I don't know whether that's the case, but I haven't seen anything that suggests that. So I'm not really sure where that story is coming from. Uh, I, I definitely haven't viewed any of the vaccine. Maybe it's because I'm not watching the right news, but I haven't seen any of the vaccine rollout stuff that seems in any way political to me. So I don't know where that's coming from, but I did hear that. Um, we've also been hearing more now that uh, Russia and China each have their own vaccine funded by their own country. Um, and Russia has been giving their vaccine, I want to say it's called Sputnik, but maybe I'm just misimagining that. Um, they've each been developing their own vaccine. They've got a vaccine that's been tested and, and is starting to roll out. Um, each of those two countries has done their own vaccine development and and distribution mostly in isolation from the rest of the other countries. I'm really intrigued to find out more about how the Russian and Chinese vaccines work. It's difficult, in my opinion, to know for sure because both Russia and China both have a lot of propaganda about their their own countries, you know, the benefits of, of their own country's policies and their own um, country's leadership. So it's hard to say it's hard to say objectively that any news that comes out of Russia and China um, is realistic and is and is true. Um, but 
obviously for public health, I, I really hope that both of those vaccines are just as successful as the ones that we've um, that we've seen from Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson apparently now also has one that's um, getting ready to be approved. I'm really intrigued to find out how the these Russian Russian and Chinese vaccines are are actually being effective in populations because apparently they've already been giving out doses and and things are moving smoothly. So um, yeah, very curious to see how all these rollouts happen. Um, like I was saying in a previous vaccine episode. When we went and got our flu shot as a family about a month ago now, um, they, they give you a little sheet that shows that you got the vaccination, like they date stamp it, they sign it. Um, and on the sheet, there's actually four possible vaccines that you could have gotten, like a four possible flu vaccines in the city of Ottawa that you could have gotten. And so it seems like it's the same. It's going to be the same here. You're going to have there's going to be a list of approved vaccines and you're just going to get one of them. And you can't you're not really going to get a chance or be able to worry about which one you're going to get and whether it's going to be whether it's going to work or not. Um, yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how this role is going to happen. Um, there are people are already talking about like it's it's hard to say because restrictions can be loosened and public health measures can be um, removed. Public health safety measures can be removed um, once most people have gotten this vaccine and it's been shown to actually, you know, cause immunity, stop transmission, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's probably still going to be another three to six months before, um, you know, life is actually back to what it was before. Assuming, again, assuming all that does pan out, um, it's going to be very interesting to to gauge people's expectations of what will happen once the vaccine rolls out and once people actually get it to how long it actually takes before. I, I suspect that most people, like, I'm not going to be this way, but I suspect that most people are going to think, OK, once I get my vaccine, like it's a, most of these vaccines, if not all of them are two dose vaccines. So you get one a few weeks later, you get another uh, dose. I think that mo once most people get vaccinated, they will mostly just think, OK, let's go back to normal. I'm not ready to do that. I'm definitely not ready to do that yet. Um, and I'm definitely not ready to do that like the day we get um, our shots in. And it's also going to be a while, um, even though. Our family is relatively immunocompromised um, and we have two small kids. We also ha are, have kind of a luxury in that we are um, like since last March, we have been able to sit at home on our own without really interacting with anybody but Julia's parents. And really, our risk factor is extraordinarily low and we are able to just kind of sit at home. We don't have jobs that require us to be out of the house. Um, right now, Julia is on leave um, with our son. And so there's no rush for us to get the vaccine, obviously, socially. And, you know, just in terms of the world, we would love to get it as soon as possible. But we're not probably not high on the list in spite of the fact that we are um, quite compromised. So I'm not sure exactly if we're going to get the vaccine soon. Um, the provinces are mostly working on rollouts to their most vulnerable. So people in long term care facilities, people in healthcare settings. Um, Anybody that interacts with lots of public on a regular basis is part of their essential job. Like, I mean, I, I think grocery store workers should get it long before I get it. Um, but obviously, I want to go back in. And obviously, we don't know much about rollouts because until at least one vaccine is approved and shipments of those of that or those vaccines start, uh, how can you set a date? How can you say, oh, yeah, by December 21st, we're going to start having vaccines um, given to people like you can't say that yet because it's not approved it doesn't even if even if you give a super broad timeline it wait just wait until it's approved it's not approved yet 
Um, now, maybe you can argue that Health Canada should be expediting these approval processes, but I would rather have something that takes a few extra weeks and that we know is or that we have a higher degree of confidence is going to work and is going to be successful. So um, I don't want the first round of vaccines to go out and then people realize that there's like a thimerosal issue, a thimerosal type issue where one of the chemicals in in the vaccine or something is proven to be um, either not work or not work as well as they claimed or something like that. And then distrust in vaccines just goes way up. Like, I don't want that. I want the vaccines we get to be just perfect and do exactly what we want and give immunity and stop transmission and, and all of that. That's what I want. And I am willing to wait. Again, I'm in a very lucky, privileged position to be able to be at home waiting for that. Um, but that's why I don't think like I don't need to be high on the list for it. I would love to be high on the list for it as a person who has cystic fibrosis. Um, it would be really, really awesome to be able to see my friends again and, you know, interact in society and public and all that. Take the train. I would love to take the train. My kid is two and a half, almost three years old. She would love to take the train. She's taken it. She's ridden the LRT, which has been out, um, which has been a thing for like more than a year now. And she's taken the train one time because the majority of the time that she has been alive um, with the LRT available, I guess the majority of the time the LRT has been available. Um, she's only taken it once and there's been a global pandemic going on. So of course we're not going to take the train. Anyways, the thing that I'll end on here is that the fascination that I have that all of these vaccine developments are just happening, what feels like so, so quickly, like we're hearing every day, we're hearing, oh, this vaccine is now in an approval process. This vaccine has now been approved. This vaccine is being given to people in Texas. This vaccine is like, you're, we're hearing all these news developments, which are super exciting. They're happening so, so, so fast. Um, it's unlikely to me, however, <laughs> that the actual giving of vaccines, once they are, once the like main three or four, whatever vaccines that are on the cusp of approval or have just been approved, um, get approved. It's unlikely that giving the actual people actual vaccines will happen quite as fast as all this news. Um, like I said before, I think it's going to be another three to six months where most people are going to be at home most of the time still. Um, just based on how many vaccines, how many doses they can actually make um, in such a short amount of time. Um, obviously, it sounds like the first shipments are ready to go and will be coming in, you know, potentially December, January through March. But people are saying it's going to until most people is like particularly in Canada, but around around the world is the same same situation until most people are vaccinated. We're still probably looking at the summer of next year. Like, I think I think they said a. a good timeline to think about is by September um, that most people, I don't know exactly if they mean most, if by most they mean exactly 50.1% or whatever it is. Um, but it's until most people get it, it's probably still going to be a little while. And so I'm definitely couching just like when I left the office in March and have still not gone back. I left thinking, who boy, this is going to be a while. I don't I won't say that I definitely thought it would last into 2021, but I was certainly prepared for that. And like, yeah, I took effectively everything that I thought I would need for the next six to nine months thinking there's a good chance. What I did think is that there's a good chance that I would be back in the office for a day, like to be able to pick up stuff. I didn't think that I still wouldn't have gotten that chance um, unless I specifically asked for it or had a reason to to like leaving it, leaving the job or something. Um, but I did think that I would be back in the office at one point, like I would step foot in the office again, but um, nope. And I don't know when I'm going back. It might not be until 
we are actually moving. We're supposed to be moving out of our building in at the end of 2021. We're supposed to move to a new building. And there's a chance that I won't go back into this office. There's a like I would put it at like 25 percent chance that I never work in this office again, that I go in one more time to get my stuff and that's it. But we'll see. I'm obviously flexible on that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave it there, but I'm very intrigued by this uh, vaccine rollout and I'm looking forward to continuing to get this hugely fast pace of news. Anyways, thank you all very much for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow. Bye.